Reproductive system, female. The organs of the female reproductive system produce and sustain the female sex cells, egg cells or ova. Transport these cells to a site where they can be fertilized by sperm, provide a favorable environment for the developing fetus, move the fetus to the outside at the end of the development period and produce the female sex hormones. The female reproductive system includes the ovaries, fallopian tubes, uterus, vagina, accessory glands, and external genital organs. Ovaries, genital tract, ex external genitalia, female sexual response, and hormonal control, mammary glands. The primary female reproductive organs, or gonads, are two ovaries. Each ovary is a solid ovoid structure about the size and shape of an almond about 3.5 centimeters in length, two centimeters wide, and one centimeter thick. The ovaries are located in shallow depressions called ovarian fossa, one uh, on each side of the uterus in the lateral walls of the pelvic cavity. They are held loosely in place by peritoneal ligaments. The ovaries are covered on the outside by a layer of simple cuboidal epithelium called germinal ovarian epithelium. This is actually the visceral peritoneum that envelops the ovaries. Underneath this layer is a dense connective tissue capsule, the tunica albigania. The substance of the ovaries is distinctly divided into an outer cortex and inter, inner medulla. The cortex appears to be more dense and granular due to the presence of numerous ovarian follicles in various stages of development. Each of the follicles contains an oocyte, a female germ cell. The medulla is a loose connective tissue with abundant blood vessels, lymphatic vessels, and nerve fibers. Female sex cells or gametes develop the ovaries by a form of meiosis called oogenesis. The sequence of events in oogenesis is similar to the sequence in spermatogenesis, but the timing and final result are different. Early in fetal development, primitive germ cells in the ovaries differentiate into the oogonia. These divide rapidly to form thousands of cells, still called oogonia, which have a full complement of 46 or 23 pairs of chromosomes. Oogonia then enter growth plates, enlarge, and become primary oocytes. The diploid, 46 chromosomes, primary, oo primary oocytes replicate the DNA and begin the first meiotic division. But the process stops in the prophase, and the cells remain in the suspended state until puberty. Many of the primary oocytes degenerate before birth, but even with this decline, the two ovaries together contain approximately 700,000 oocytes at birth. This is the lifetime supply, and no more will develop. This is quite different from the male, which is spermatogonia and primary spermocytes continue to be produced throughout the reproductive lifetime. By puberty, the number of primary oocytes has further declined to about 400,000. Ovulation, prompted by luteinizing hormone from the anterior pituitary, occurs when the mature follicle at the surface of the ovary ruptures and releases the secondary oocyte into the peritoneal cavity. The ovulated secondary oocyte, ready for fertilization, is still surrounded by the zona pellutica and a few layers of cells called the corona radiata. It is not fertilized. The second oocyte generates in a couple of days. If a sperm passes through the corona radiata and zona pellutica and enters the cytoplasm of the secondary oocyte, the second meiotic division resumes to form a polar body and a mature ovum. There are two uterine tubes called the fallopian tubes or oviducts. 
There's one tube associated with each ovary. The end of the tube near the ovary expands to form a funnel-shaped infundibulum, which is surrounded by finger-like extensions called fimbriae. Because there is no direct connection between the infundibulum and the ovary, the oocyte enters the peritoneal cavity before it enters the fallopian tube. At the time of ovulation, the fimbriae increase the activity and create currents of the peritoneal fluid with, that help propel the oocyte into the fallopian tube. Once inside the fallopian tube, the oocyte is moved along by the rhythmic beating of the cilia on the epithelial lining of the peristaltic and, and by peristaltic action of the smooth muscle in the wall of the tube. The journey through the fallopian tube takes about seven days because the oocyte is fertile for only 24 to 48 hours. Fertilization usually occurs in the fallopian tube. The uterus is a muscular organ that receives fertilized oocyte and provides approximate environment for the developing fetus. Before the first pregnancy, the uterus is about the size and shape of a pear, with the narrow portion directed inferiorly. After childbirth, the uterus is usually larger, then regresses after menopause. The uterus is lined with the endometrium. The stratum functionale of the endometrium sloughs off during menstruation. The deeper stratum basal provides the foundation for rebuilding the stratum functionale. The vagina is a fibromuscular tube about 10 centimeters long that extends from the cervix of the uterus to the outside. It is located between the rectum and the urinary bladder. Because the vagin vagina is tilted posteriorly as it descends and the cervix is tilted anteriorly, the cervix projects in, into the vagina at nearly a right angle. The vagina serves as a passageway for menstrual flow and receives a, an, a, the erect penis during intercourse and the birth canal during childbirth. The external genitalia are the accessory structures of the female reproductive system that are external to the vagina. They're also referred to as the vulva or pudendum. The external genitalia include the labia, labia majora, mons pubis, labia minora, clitoris, and glands within the vestibule. Follicle stimulating hormone, luteinizing hormone, estrogen, and pro progesterone have major roles in the regulation of functions of the female reproductive system. Menopause occurs when a woman's reproductive cycles drop. This period is marked by decreased levels of ovarian hormones and increased levels of pituitary follicle stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone. The changing hormone levels are responsible for the symptoms associated with menopause. Functionally, the mammary glands produce milk. Structurally, they are modified sweat glands. Mammary glands, which are located in the breasts overlying the pectoralis major muscles, also are represent in both sexes, but usually are functional only in female. Usually. Externally, each breast is, has a raised nipple, which is surrounded by a circular pigmented area called the areola. The nipples are sensitive to touch due to the fact that they contain smooth muscle that contracts and causes them to become erect in response to stimulation. Internally, the adult female breast contains 15 to 20 lobes of glandular tissue that radiate around the nipple. The lobes are separated by connective tissue and adipose. The connective tissue helps support the breast. Some brands of connective tissue called subsensory Cooper's ligaments extend through the breast uh, from the skin to the underlying muscles. The amount and distribution of adipose tissue determines the size and shape of the breast. Each lobe consists of lobules that contain the granular units. A lactiferous duct connects the milk from the lobules within each lobe and carries it to the nipple. Just before the nipple, the lactiferous duct enlarges to form the lactiferous sinus. 
which serves as a reservoir for milk. After the sinus, the duct again narrows and each duct opens independently on the surface of the nipple. Mammary glands function is regulated by hormones. At puberty, increasing levels of estrogen stimulate the development of glandular tissue in the female breast. Estrogen also causes the breast to increase in size through the accumulation of adipose tissue. Progesterone stimulates the development of the duct system. During pregnancy, these hormones enhance further development of the mammary glands. Prolactin from the anterior pituitary stimulates the production of milk within the glandular tissue and oxytocin causes the ejection of milk from the glands.